0: Welcome to the Next Talk Podcast. We are passionate about keeping kids safe in an overexposed world.
1: It's Mandy and Kim, and we're navigating tech, culture, and faith with our kids.
0: Kim, I recently got asked to speak to students at this awesome private Christian school. Yes. And I was so excited about it. Speaking to middle school and high school students and the school, not at my direction or recommendation, they pulled the students and asked, what are your social media questions? And I got to go through all these hundreds of student questions that were amazing. Like these (laughs) kids, as I'm reading these questions, it like gave me hope for
1: our future. Yes. Well, and I love that they're going to a school that honors their thoughts, you know, that didn't just bring in a speaker and assume they knew what the kids needed to hear, but said, let's really speak to the concerns and the questions and the needs of our kids. I think that's really neat.
0: Yeah. They had done a survey previous to this that said, what are like the top five things you're struggling with? I can't remember exactly what the question is and I'm probably not getting it right, but social media was at the top of the list. And so then they asked them, okay, what are your social media questions? And they dug into that. And I loved that too, Kim. Like they got a voice and the school heard them. The school was like, okay, social media is your number one thing. We need a speaker on social media. And so I was able to go through these questions and one thing stood out to me right away. Lots of questions about navigating like the balance. Mm. They could see that social media, like there's really bad things to it, but they could also see like the draw and why they love it. And they, you could see this struggle in all their questions. Like a lot of questions were like, how do I use social media for good, but not make sure it controls my life? Or how does it, you know, like questions like that, which I loved because it gave me a glimpse into their heart.
1: Well, yeah, and I think it also shows that so many of us as parents are struggling, and we may not be leading in this space well either, because it's so hard to find the balance. And so kids are trying to find answers. Parents are trying to find answers. How do we use social media, but not let it take over our lives? Where is that balance?
0: One thing that I kept thinking was, you know, 10 years ago when I started on this journey, I feel like everybody just thought social media was cool. I mean, most people just thought it was cool. Most kids just thought it was cool. Like it's this new thing. And Instagram came out in 2010. So we're, we're only 13 years into Instagram right now, you know? When my kids were little, and it, this was first coming on the scene, it just seemed like, oh, what's this cool new thing? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. now, I really believe kids. I think our conversations, I think our education, I think organizations like ours and many, many others, there's lots of digital safety organizations that are that are saying the same things we're saying. I think the kids are starting to listen. And they're like, wait a minute, all these people are raising concerns There's got to be a bad side to this. And they're Mm -hmm. seeing it probably in their own lives, how it's affecting them mentally and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's one thing to present the stats, but when you can apply it to yourself and say, oh yeah, I, I do see it affecting me or my family or my relationships, then it's eye-opening. And I think you're right. We're in the space now where we want answers and direction and guidance. Like, what do we do now? I
0: remember just being in my office yeah. going through question <laughs> after question after question thinking, this is so awesome. Mm-hmm. This is so awesome that they're trying to find the balance here. But one question, Kim made me laugh out loud it was like <laughs> the best question this is what it was is having a high snap score a sin
1: <laughs> I hear- I remember you telling us about that. I love it. I texted
0: to our staff a uh, group chat and I said, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is the best student question ever. And we all started laughing and, and and I immediately knew exactly how I wanted to respond to that. But I love the question. And if you were like, what does that even mean? Like, what is a high SNAP score? You may be like, what is that mean? Exactly. Exactly. So let me, let me break it down for you like this. On SNAP, chat, you get streaks and like points. If you snap someone without missing a day, you add up points. Now, you got to remember, these snaps are probably just like of an eyeball of a, or of a ceiling. It's just a way to kind of text and stay in touch with your friends. It's like a cool way. But you add up these points. And then all of a sudden, you have a snap streak of like 300. And you're like, I don't want to break it. I don't want to miss <laughs> texting this person this day. I say texting, it's snapping that person, right, but it is right. really like texting for our kids. Like yeah. that's what it is. It's like a new texting feature for our kids. And so this kid said, and I just imagined this kid probably having a snap score of like a thousand <laughs> or something, <laughs> and he's feeling bad about it. Like what in the world? And so he, they asked, this kid asked, I don't know if it was a girl or a boy, but this kid asked, is having a high snap score, a sin?"
1: I love that because they're not just assuming they know. They're like, you know what? I'm. It means I am thinking about it. I'm doing it every day. It's important to me. Maybe that's a problem. And they're reaching out for help. So I mean, even though it seems kind of funny, it's actually such a great question. And it leads to so many great conversations.
0: Yes. So in chapel, I put this one up on the big screen. And I said, this was my favorite question of everybody. I still don't know who, who, who said it. Um, and this is what I said to them. It really depends. So to answer your question, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. And these are my questions to you. Are you spending more time on SNAP than you are with the people that you love in real life, like your friends and family? Two, are you sending inappropriate pictures for this high SNAP score? And number three, if you lost your SNAP score tomorrow, would you have a meltdown? I'm not saying that you can't be sad for a minute because I would be too, <laughs> but would it ruin your entire day? That's my question to you. And I said to the students if you are saying yes to any of those questions, then you've gone into sin territory. But if you're saying no, when I have friends over, I'm putting my phone down and I'm being with them. Like I'm spending way more time with my friends. I'm not sending inappropriate pics. They're just ceiling pics or my dog pics. And I would be sad but it would not ruin my whole day. Like I would be get over it, right? If you can say that, then what I say kids is you're figuring out this healthy balance with screens. You're learning how to use technology, but not make it an idol. And that is what we're striving for here for all of us, kids and adults.
1: (laughs) I love that you had them answer questions that cause them to look inward. It's kind of that look in the mirror moment and that can be applied to so many things because I think that's, like you said, we're trying to find the balance and this was specific to that high snap score. But if you have a younger kid that let's say is really into playing Fortnite or any video game or anything that draws them into a screen, maybe it's an anime show that they love watching. I had that question the other day. They can apply these same questions to that. You know, if it's taken away, would they freak out? Are they spending more time playing this video game than with their friends in real life? It teaches them to look inward for the answer and prayerfully figure out what is my balance and is it off? And if it is off, that means we're starting to look at a stronghold or an idol. And I need to address that.
0: Well, and what's so great about this is that if you can do this with technology, it applies to other things as they get older, I mean, young adults, it applies when they, when they're legal and they can start drinking and you get to have these conversations with them. Like everybody's line is different. Some people may be able to be on snap more than other people because they don't struggle with it. Some, it may be a stronghold really fast and they have to have their guard up big time because it affects their attitude, their health, whatever. And so everybody has to know their line. And so that's why we want to do is we want to encourage these personal questions. Am I a different person? Am I making bad choices because I'm spending all this time on Snap or whatever?
1: And can I encourage you parents? I love that you said that, Mandy, and it reminded me that so often we are afraid to share our struggles with our kids and we don't want to overexpose them or we don't want to share problems or turmoils we're walking through that they can't help with because then that just traumatizes your kid. But you can say, You know, this is something that I have struggled with or a family have struggled with. And I'm asking myself these questions. And so I want to walk alongside you when you're experiencing this. It's okay to let your kids in and see that you also are vulnerable and you also have struggles. That way they don't see mom and dad on this pedestal that never make mistakes and cannot possibly understand that I'm having a hard time with my snap streak. We can. We can. And we need to let them know that just by being open about our own struggles.
0: Yeah. Be real. Be transparent. I mean, I I remember when I realized I had a problem with social media and it was my husband. I mean, we crawled in bed one night, you know, we had prayed with the kids and and I'm constantly connected to work, to everything on my phone. And I'm just scrolling through social trying to get caught up because I haven't really you know, replied to the messages and done all the things of the day. And I remember him looking at me saying, like, we literally probably have 30 minutes a day where we're by ourselves with the kids ages right now. Can we not have phones right now in our bed? Yeah. (laughs) And I, it just was a moment to me that I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, crawling into bed when I should be like, so excited to see him. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to check my phone. (laughs) That's a gut check. Like I have to check myself. Right. And sharing those stories with our kids and making sure that, that we're being honest. Like you said, the humility of none of us are perfect and we don't expect perfection. Like I don't expect perfection of my kids, but I do expect for them To ask questions like this, like figuring out, like, am I crossing a line here? Is it becoming too much? That is gold. This is a win that this kid is asking this. It is amazing.
1: And if they are asking these questions of themselves and they bring it to you, I just want to encourage you not to shame them, not to say, well, yeah, obviously, I mean, you're on that all the time. You need to just delete Snapchat. But let them talk it through, help them answer these questions, and then encourage them by helping them figure out a solution, not just cramming rules down their throat or or making mandates, but saying, hey, let's come up with some ideas together that will work for you, where you can continue to do this thing you enjoy, but have balance.
0: Yes, please don't shame your kid. If this is your kid's question coming to you at dinner, You should be like, I am so proud of you that you are trying to navigate a healthy balance here. The fact that you are even thinking about it is huge. It shows maturity on a screen. It shows that you want to do this well with technology. And that makes me so proud. So empower and lift your kid up if they're asking these questions. I do have a funny story, Kim, about a snap streak. Oh, no. Oh, yes. (laughs) So this summer, my son was going on a mission trip and he couldn't take his phone. He had one snap streak. I, it was like over 400. And that a lot? he it's a lot. That's okay. more than a year. Oh, for. wow. I mean, every okay. day, right? Okay. Yeah. You got to so, put it in
1: perspective.
0: That was a lot. And so he didn't want to lose a snap streak. So again, there was this I'm going to give my phone to somebody. I'm going to give my login to somebody. I'm going to, you know, all these things. And I was like, okay, let's <laughs> talk through this. Like, I understand you don't want to have your snap streak disappear, but. Do you really think it's wise giving anybody our password or our phone? You know, anything can be posted and then it's you posting it, even though it's not you. And then I know you trust this person, but I'm not sure it's still a kid, you know? So we're talking through all this. And so he was like, okay, I'm just giving you my phone. You're in charge. Do not let my snap streaks go away. I was (laughs) like, okay, Kim. Like every night, I worked on this. Like I, I remember, down, I had I had to set a timer. I remember. and for forty <laughs> minutes, make sure. I mean, I got through everything. It was stressful. That's crazy. And, I, and he would not let me take a picture of myself. That was a rule for me because he was like, "Mom, you will embarrass me." So it was like picture of ceilings, light bulbs, the dog, oh goodness, like all this stuff. Woman. Anyway. I was so proud. The day we went to pick him up, I was so proud because the snap streaks were good, solid. I had done my job, right? And I'm so proud to tell him, like, I'm a cool mom. I got this done for you. Yay. You got to go serve Jesus and I did it for you, right? He tells me, I really liked not having my phone. I I think I just need to let my snap streaks go. Like, I think I'm just going to close my account. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not going to lie. There was a part of me, like, I was super proud. I was like, thank God, you know, he saw that maybe he was on this a little too much on his own. But there was a part of me that was like, dang it, I wish I would have known this seven days
1: ago. Because I spent a lot of time I have dedicated my life.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I ended up, like accepting a Grammy. Like I want to thank yeah. everyone for their support.
1: As I did all this, it was very stressful. For me. She took vacation from work. I mean, it was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But uh, once again, you know, when he came to me before the mission trip, I kind of thought this is kind of crossing the line where he's like, why is this so important? But I didn't shame him. I honored him. I listened to him. I was like, okay, I understand. Let's find a solution. Just like what you said, Kim. And we found the solution together. And I just let God work on the, the whole situation. And then he saw it on his own. Yeah. Now, then he took a couple months off Snapchat. Now he's back on it, but he's on it in a condensed version. And he doesn't have as many friends because he wants to maintain, you know, less time on balance. it. So he's, he's figuring it out. He is figuring it out. And I think that is such an example of how old Mandy would have handled none of that like that. I would have been in guns blazing like what you said. I can't even, I'm so disappointed in you that your snap streak is even on your mind when you're going to serve Jesus. That sounds awful,
1: (laughs) but that's what old Mandy would have said. That's where we go. That's where we go because we don't really understand it and we don't understand how it affects the relationship.
0: It makes your kid feel bad for enjoying Snapchat. And that's silly if they're not doing anything wrong on it. It's silly. That's their world. And so, you know, just making those tweaks and then helping your kids see for themselves. And these kids are waking up. They're mm-hmm. they're hearing the stats. We just recently put out a graph that we created. We looked at research that said, since social media has come on the scene, major depression in kids is more than doubled. And that's just depression. That's not suicide rates. That's not anxiety. That's not eating disorders. That's not cutting. That's just what's classified as major depression has more than doubled. Kids are starting to understand and be educated that there is a negative connotation for social media. And so what we can do now is come alongside of them and help them learn it in a healthy way and help them navigate it because their their ears are open to it. They're like, I want to do this well. Like, I like being connected to my friends and I like scrolling and seeing all the latest trends, but I don't want it to be crazy. Like, I don't want it to affect me. And um, what an honor that we get to step into that balance with them.
1: I'm so glad you mentioned that graph, Mandy, because I think it really opens our eyes to the effect that we're seeing now that we didn't know. And you, you've even said like our kids were like guinea pigs with social media and parenting the online world. And now we've got data over a, a good amount of time showing us exactly how it's affecting them. And so we have this graph that you mentioned. We're going to include it in the show resources section for this podcast so you you can look at that graph. It's called Social Media and Our Kids' Mental Health and see it for yourself. Share it with your kids. It's a great conversation starter. And again, this is just one of those things to be aware of that we want to take information like this and not use it to threaten our kids or tell them they're wrong or scare them, but use it as a resource for conversation and creating a better relationship where your kids want to come to you when they have a question like, Is having a high SNAP score a sin? That they want to come to you and you You can talk them through these questions that delve into the heart of how they're really using social media and get them questioning, what is it that I'm doing that may be good or bad? And how can we find the balance together? And like you said, Mandy, I love that. It's such an honor and a privilege that we get to walk our kids through finding the space as they grow up. That's really our job. That's really our job.
0: They're struggling to
1: navigate it all. They're trying to figure it
0: out and somebody will help them. And parents, we want that to be you. You are the hero in this story because you can educate yourself and come alongside your kids and you can help your kids navigate social media. You can keep them mentally healthy as they're going through this process together. Like that is what we want to do. That is our job as parents. We got to rise up in this digital world. It requires more of us and we got to educate ourselves and we got to have these tough conversations. This podcast is ad free because of all the people who donate to our nonprofit.
1: Make a donation today at nexttalk.org. This podcast is not intended
0: to replace the advice of a trained healthcare or legal professional or to diagnose, treat, or otherwise render expert advice regarding any type of medical, psychological, or legal problem. Listeners are advised to consult a qualified expert for treatment.